Hello and welcome. You are listening to This Paranormal Life, the comedy podcast where we investigate the paranormal and unexplained. I'm your host, Kit Greer Mulvena, and it's just me this week because today we're going to look back at some of our favorite This Paranormal Life moments from the last year. So let us take you on a journey from Area 51 to time travel through to hunting for the legendary Hodag. We hope you enjoy it and we'll be back next week with a brand new paranormal tale. Bye-bye. So it is kind of disappointing that he's come back, but with no definitive reason why he left in the first place or what he gained from being gone. Right. Literally nothing. It sounds like he went away to think yeah. and came back empty-handed. I learned nothing from my time away, which could only mean I already know everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the same as before then. This is him coming back to class. <laughs> <laughs> He's come back on graduation day. Everyone else is wearing a real garb because they're graduating he hasn't learned anything they're all getting their diplomas i love the idea of it being graduation day and you know the music is playing everyone's there they're handing out everyone's diplomas and certificates and it's like and now the graduating class of 2017 for philosophy studying silence oh god oh no he's one voice from the crowd i can't believe it it is I, Bruno, back from my adventures from the dark land. He walks up on stage. He like wants to be part of it. He walks up on stage to shake the professor's hand and get his diploma. The, the guy's like pulling his hand away. Like, no, you didn't graduate. You didn't even study. You don't deserve this. I know more than you, professor. Just shake my damn hand. Give me the diploma and no one else to get hurt. Only a true philosopher will know that the diploma itself is irrelevant in the pursuit of knowledge. So give me the diploma! (laughs) He's like booed off stage, you know, completely shamed. Goes down uh, off the wings behind the the stage curtain. And his alien friend is just back there. How did it go, buddy? (laughs) They laughed at me, Zonktar. (laughs) Humans are truly primitive. (laughs) And they're just being tough. (laughs) Beamed back up to the dark land. Zonktar. <laughs> Zonktar, you really are my only friend in the dark land. Just you and me, Bruno. Let's go get some drinks. I mean, in a, in a way, you could say my, my ex-wife was a bit of a, a bloodsucker. Huh? She drained the life out of me. Do like a, a like a crowd applaud there. I'm doing like a stand-up bit. It would be funny, but you look so <gasps> tired. You, you do look like... Is this thing on? Huh? It's absolutely on, yeah. Hey. It just wasn't that funny. Uh, it reminds me of my first wife. She right. was a bit like a vampire. Uh-huh. Because uh, after every conversation, I felt hollow. Yeah. I felt... Uh, that was similar to the first joke, actually. No, I think How many times have you been married? You're pretty young. Uh, a couple times now. A couple times now. Couple. Each one, it's, it's, let's just a be blood clear. sucker. Is it, <laughs> let's just be clear. Is a couple two or is it more? A couple. You can take from that what you will. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take two, but correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. You're wrong. Oh, why'd you say a couple? Well, technically, me and Karen are still doing the divorce. It's okay. ongoing, so that's so, not technically so, so a divorce. Three, then. Five, including Karen. Including Karen? Yeah, including Karen. Okay, yeah. so it's not any more than that. No, not Karen. Fine. That's a lot. You're, yeah, you're that's young. a lot. And that's just the women, too. Oh, so there's more? 12 with the men. So there's actually more men than women. 13, actually, if you count the one with Michael. But I don't because it's 
ongoing. So, so I think you need to be in jail. It's just not illegal to be married to more than one person at one time. If it is, don't tell Deborah because I'm still with her and things are going smooth, baby. I think she's the one. So it's more than twelve or thirteen. I me and Deborah are fine. We're not getting oh, divorced. Oh, you're not getting divorced. Although right. between you and me, she's a bit of a bloodsucker. So it's not just the first <laughs> and second wife that were bloodsuckers. I can't stand Deborah. I'll be honest with you. I feel like I can talk about it now on the podcast. I feel like <sighs> divorce. Divorce number 14's on the way. Does Deborah not listen to the podcast? F- F- I forgot she... Um, oh, you're, we're gonna have to cut that, man. You're gonna have to cut that whole segment. So, just to oh, be clear... Even if Michael hears 14, this, he's gonna be furious. Just no more than 14. That's so many. I mean, even in your adult life, that's like three a year since yeah. you were legally able to get married i had a series of arranged marriages uh from when i was of legal age that does not make sense how can you have a series of arranged marriages it's supposed to be one for life once you reach the right age parents didn't think any of them were going to work out so they put on some backup plans to fall back on that's what happens in marriage you try the first one out it doesn't work you do another why one. did all these other people agree to get married with such a petty confusing person you know the term like a uh, shotgun wedding right I had one of those. I had oh. a couple of those. So there was really a shotgun. There was wedding. an actual shotgun it's not, involved. It's not because shotgun wedding is usually like, that's just like a turn of phrase, but there was actually firearms involved with these situations. I assume that's what the, the phrase was. Yeah. Like a shotgun against both of our heads. Now it, you're saying, it, you're it doesn't, it something doesn't usually happen that way these days. <sighs> Romance is dead, man. Wow. What age are you now? Currently? Of course. Why would I ask? That's a very personal question. I don't feel comfortable answering Interesting. That. Which is kind of unusual right off the bat because normally when there's a fire, you don't have time to make a permanent sign. A fire about sign. It. Yeah. yeah. You'd hope the fire was out by the time the sign was completed. That's right. Unless it was some insanely efficient sign maker. Like, you first call the fire brigade, then you call the sign guy. Yeah, yeah. And he he's there before the firefighters. Like, if your friend falls in a lake, like, off of a, a pier and into the lake. Yeah. And he's, like, he's splashing about in the water, like, Oh, my God, someone's starting to me. And you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And you pick up your phone, and you're like, boop, 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 boop. And you're like, I need a sign. I need a sign to say drowning. Are you, are you calling the ambulance? Hold on a second. Uh, I need a sign. Uh, he's he's I'm, he's I'm going really down deep. Fuck. All right. Uh uh uh. And then you know uh, someone like shows up and they're like, "Is everything okay here?" And it's like, "How could you know? There's no sign to explain the situation." Just jump in. And then after a couple of minutes, you have to phone them back and be like, "I need a sign that says dead." <laughs> It's too late. No one can help him. Shut up! I'm making the sign. <laughs> the worst friend of all time. <laughs> you eventually the drowning sign is there, but you know the death sign is already on the way. <laughs> so you just use the drowning sign to bludgeon your friend to death below the waves. <laughs> you call up the sign company. He's like, "I know you're looking for a drowning sign, but we do have a two for one on the drowning and dead sign." <laughs> That's a steal. I'll take it. <laughs> if anything, I think I think we've gotten too soft. I need like the inhabitants of Sesame Street like doing gang wars. Kermit should be like having <laughs> doing blow, showing kids the dangers of these things. <laughs> Just Kermit trying to teach about like gang warfare. <laughs> like, uh, what you want to do is uh, to start uh, stay in your own. F- territory and don't don't step on kermit street hmm? and if you run up on kermit street with a blue flag hanging out your backside <laughs> you're gonna get 
You're gonna hear the Rattatat Pat! How do you think me and Kip became friends at Harvard Paranormal? Right. It was like day one before I, I told you. Oh, well, we had a bit of a different relationship because I told you about my experiences that I had had in Dublin. Yeah, and I didn't talk to you for three, I think it was almost graduation by the time I wanted to speak to you again after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which hurt my feelings a little bit, but obviously, as we know, I'm sure you had a lot on. You wanted to focus on your studies. Oh, really? It was actually... I had focus. Pff, there was almost no contact time. Yeah, I was actually pretty free. You Okay. Well, well I guess I, ha- I had things on. I was busy anyway, yeah. so it was fine. Okay. Well, there was like a couple times I called you and you said you were busy, so it's weird hearing that you weren't because you told me that you were. Well, I was busy not hearing about the story. Right. Okay. Which actually took up... Pff, actually, looking at my calendar, that was almost all my time was, was not listening. not listening to that story, avoiding that story. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Because like on my birthday, I invited you to my birthday mm-hmm. where I ordered all those pizzas. Right. Like 300 pizzas. Because yeah. I saw you eat pizza on day one and I was like, he obviously likes pizzas. I mean, not 300. If I ordered, I thought if I ordered a bunch of them, you'd come to the party. It's um, not. I mean, like if you ordered me one pizza, I wouldn't have come. Right. 299 more pizzas doesn't change. Well, I didn't know what your favorite flavor was. Okay. So I got them all. Is there 300? No, there wasn't. I actually added, a, I made up a bunch of ones for myself. Doubled up on a couple. Sure. Yeah. Pepperoni, double pepperoni, pepperoni and marbles. That one was terrible, but not for the reasons you think. They had the marbles uh, were great. The pepperoni, so so. Pepperoni was incredibly stale. <laughs> Staler than marble? <laughs> the glass? They said they had four different optional toppings, and I said, give me every variation, which turns out is over 300 possible combinations of pizza. It was it was crazy. It was all three years of my student loans <laughs> gone on one pizza party, which would have been fine if anyone had f***ing showed up. Right. But I was eating marble pizzas for months after that. But the point standing that uh, sometimes... By meeting someone through difficult circumstances or some some sort of traumatic experience, you can form a strong bond. Yeah, and look at us now, bet like best friends, like blood brothers, well, friends yeah, bonded def- for life. Definitely. Yeah, like buddy, like acquaintances at least. Sure, like the best acquaintances. Animals down there, like that's how you know dolphins. We know that they kind of go like <laughs> that kind of noise. That sounds a little bit more like a sheep for oh, one, but okay. but give another go. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll throw you a bone. I think there's such thing as like a sea cow. I think that's some, some kind of mammal. For. But you're, that's not what a dolphin is. Once more. Dolphins, right? The, they're the smart ones. Yeah. They're like mammals. Yeah, they are yeah. mammals. So like meow? I mean... No, but a cat goes meow. You see, yeah. Woof. Sorry, it's woof. No, it's not. You seem to have a like decent understanding of like the animal kingdom, like which is which, yeah, of but course. just not which like, animal. Dolphins, one of the most hyper-intelligent mammals that also live in the ocean. Yeah, uh, that's exactly right. Yeah, meow. I think we should move on. Uh, I just, I haven't been the same since the monkey bite. Oh. My brain's like, I think one thing and I say another thing. I think you're getting some cross wires. Yeah, I don't know if that's like my powers kicking in. Your eyes are two different colors since that, I would have to say. Right, like a in a cool way though. Mm. Like a good way. I mean, one, one's completely f-ing bloodshot. It's not really like green nice. and blue. Maybe like it's a like laser eye. Red, and then the other one is just completely white. Let me just try and do like a push up and see if my my strength is kicking in or something. Oh, that looked really painful. I got one. You so are. <laughs> I got one done. That's not good. That's, it's all right. I think one of the bones in your arm is sticking out the back of your elbow. After that, that. that's ev- that's 
de-evolution. I think I'm returning to the monkey form. I think you need to go to the hospital. primitive form. Fair enough, sir. A banana for the road, at least. Maybe a vet, actually. <laughs> I go to eat the banana. Your teeth are all falling out. You're very unwell. I'm a herbivore now, like the monkey. How's it being spread? What year is this, did you say? 1977. Uh, okay, I guess that's a little further than I thought. I mean, there's no internet. What, in 1977? Was there not? Hey, Siri, when was the internet invented? Internet was formed in 1969. Let's, we, need to, we need to look a little further <laughs> into this, because I don't think the answer is quite as clear-cut Are you that? calling Siri a liar? Okay, when was the World Wide Web open to the public? When did it become publicly available? 1991. Oh, uh, that's not what Siri says. Well, you didn't ask her that. Siri, call kid an ass. Hey, Siri, tell Rory that he's a piece of shit. Whoa! Watch watch it, all right? What's your message? <laughs> Ready to send it? Don't yes. Siri, cancel! Siri, no! It's sent. No! Oh, shit, Do man. Yeah, tell Kid he's a little don't, bitch. Don't reply. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna come into his room at night and kick his ass. <laughs> Yes, Don't send it, send but it. take out a bunch of the, the stutters because I want to sound confident. Rory Powers said, yeah, tell Kitty's a little bitch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna come into his room. She didn't take out the stutters. Wow, not very eloquent, buddy. She was supposed to take out the stutters. And while one local DJ was discussing the problem on air, he came up with a name to describe it. The Chupacabra. Whoa. Which literally means... Goat sucker. Is that is that is that the actual origin of the chupacabra? Yeah, a DJ came up with it. Oh, <laughs> DJ. He was just in between spinning house classics, and he was like, "Drop that, yo! Some weird shit going on out in the countryside here, folks. Looks like this thing is sucking goats dry. Goats dry. Goats dry." <laughs> Wow, I'm getting real thirsty over here, too. I could honestly go for a McDonald's breakfast shake. Woo! That's right, folks. This morning's show is brought to you by McDonald's. Pretty f***ed up, though. What's <laughs> happening down there in Puerto Rico? But McDonald's, don't eat three holes to suck it down. Wow, that chupacabra is uh, sucking on those goats like a McDonald's smoothie. <laughs> like, a McD- <laughs> like a McDonald's milkshake. Damn, those things are thick. Talking about fine motherfucker beef the, the new big mac and mickey d's <laughs> this is so inappropriate yeah it's like hundreds of farmers have lost their livelihood overnight better get down and get some savor menu nuggets then <laughs> cockadoodle do get a free mcflurry for every animal that has been killed on your property <laughs> They, they wheel him in and they'd be like, okay, so the alien talks tonally mm. uh, through like different different melodies. So oh, you're going to have to communicate. And so they're like, uh, EB, EBE1. Ho, ha, ho, ha, ha. And EBE1 is like, ooh, yeah, baby, come on, yeah. They're like, all right, he just, he sings. <laughs> I don't know how I got here. I'm hungry as shit. <laughs> Would you like some water? F*** off! I want some space juice! I don't even know if he's intelligent life. The food is sucks! <laughs> like, why is he so sassy? Are they all like this in your planet? Everyone else is really nice. That's why I got evicted. So we got the dick one. He was kicked off the planet. Mm, correct. <laughs> is it cool if I crash here tonight? Mm. 
like we need to get him we need to get this guy out of here for an entirely musical entity he's the worst taste in music as yeah, well i think he's smoking a joint in the corner right now <laughs> they're like well, don't worry we've got actually another body from the crash maybe we can communicate with him the other alien just starts moonwalking across the room oh for this one just dances <laughs> communicates through dance he's just popping and locking to every question Real interpretive shit. He's like a flower blossoming oh, and like falling Jesus. to the floor. Super and they're like, oh, contemporary dance. God damn it. When there's a robot that's intelligent enough to predict the future, you don't want it to just be like, just a heads up, I'm gonna go mad <laughs> in 24 hours. You ask Alexa what you've got on that day, and she's like, 7 p.m. tonight, y'all gonna make me lose my mind. What? <laughs> I mean, dinner with Sarah. <laughs> Siri, what's the weather like tomorrow? Irrelevant. Tomorrow will not come for you. Huh? <laughs> Just for me? Yes, for your wife it will be cloudy. Cloudy with a hint of dead spouse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not even beating around the bush anymore. She will be mine. <laughs> and then all the ones that, you know, where they botched and it kind of came out wrong, they're per- part of the um, <laughs> Earthbound Six like the ones that didn't make it that kind of became disasters and just are in a bunker somewhere now no no you guys get an even better job uh, of staying here on earth and if anything goes wrong here we'll we'll call you first question Mm -hmm. why is our uniform a burlap sack because you need to get the out of here you homeless bastard (laughs) kicks them out the front door of area 51 it's like what where do we go They're like, uh, guys looking in the window to just see, like, the Galactic 12, like, partying, champagne glasses, having the best time. Doing keg stands. Keg stands of space juice. (laughs) Having the best time ever. Vomiting everywhere. It's like, you guys need to get your stomachs used to space juice. Yeah. Are you guys still in there? And all you hear is like, who, there it is. Who, there it is. Like a party scene absolutely raging inside. One of the colonels comes to the door trying to, like, hold it together even though he's drunk. I actually, um, you know, I understand this is difficult for you guys. Yo, is that the pizzas? <laughs> uh, just a second, Christopher. Uh, no, uh, sorry. I know this is a difficult time for you guys. <laughs> just a second, Ronald. Ronald Reagan. I think, look, Shepard, Shep, this is the second time Shepard's dealt with a hodag, all right? Right. I think he's got this thing under control. No, I, he doesn't. He just said it was angry and it, he couldn't show it to anyone. Yeah. It brutalized sure. him. He said it, there it, was gnash, gnashing and snarling, tearing and thrashing. And some snapping and breaking in there as well, which I'm not sure that was. Who? What did he break? <laughs> was he breaking the hodag? Gene Shepard emerged from the <laughs> darkness with every limb broken into <laughs> tiny pieces using only the muscles in his neck to crawl <laughs> along the ground like a caterpillar he said someone had got me a doctor the beast is not viewable <laughs> there will be no refunds <laughs> at which point everybody started taking advantage of his limp limp body and taking the cash from his wallet with all the buzz around a live hodag it wasn't long before the news. No one knew what a hodag was until five minutes ago. Yeah, but you would, you want to see it now because you've heard the stories, the legends. You can't believe it. Yes. And it wasn't long before the news spread outside of Rhinelander. Newspapers all over the country were writing about this exotic cryptid captured in a barn. Eventually, this led to a group of scientists from the Smithsonian hearing the news and deciding to take a trip to visit Gene Shepard and examine the creature close up. Upon hearing about their intended visit, Gene basically said, Look, 
I made it up. <laughs> what? When Gene Shepard was asked about why he lied, <laughs> and I imagine at this point the whole town is gathered into like a giant angry mob with right. like pitchforks and everything, he said, People, people, please calm down, calm down. <laughs> Look, not only hundreds, but thousands of people came to view the hodag. And not one of them went away without having learned a little bit more about northern Wisconsin. In this way, the beauties, opportunities, and resources of northern Wisconsin spread. Oh my god. And many who came out of curiosity only have come to make their home with us. Break his kneecaps! (laughs) Put dynamite in his ass. What? (laughs) Kill the hodag! (laughs) No, you misunderstand. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe the hodag was society itself all along. They throw the slammer shut. <laughs> oh no, let me out, guys. I'll show you a real hodag. All we know is that it was taken through the doors of Area 51 because nothing gets in and nothing gets out of there. Or does it? Well, yeah, you just said it went in. You said it, it got taken into the doors of Area 51. I'm, I'm making a point. Sorry. About to, you'll see it'll like make sense. Okay. Don't- Remind me. I want to interrupt show. again. Okay, don't. Just make sure. Because felt like I was in a flow. <sighs> you weren't because you oh. stopped talking, and that's how I got oh. the chance to say something. It definitely wasn't a flow. Flow state. Definitely wasn't a flow. I was in a flow state, bro. I've been taking these like neuro brain pills wow. to like, get myself in a flow. They're pretty big, as you can see. It's a bag of M and M's. You realize that, right? What? Yeah, you've been eating M and M's for three weeks. I now. bought these off an Indian pharmacist website for five thousand dollars a piece. He scammed you. Said it. And would... He didn't do a good job because it's still in the M and M's bag, so he didn't even put them in a regular pill box. Yeah, my flow is wearing off, bro. So I don't think it's really doing anything for me. I don't. I'll be honest. The, this page doesn't even look like English anymore. I think you've had too many M&Ms. That one's got a... You can I see the peanut. Throw up, you bro. can see the peanut in the M&M. The, I hope not, because I'm allergic as shit. <laughs> That's probably why you can't read the document then. Wow. Oh, my tongue is swelling up like crazy. So just to clarify, this is what you thought would happen ah, if your brain was working I, better? I can get back into the flow. You uh, were never in the flow. The you doors were never, of area 51. You were never in the flow, and you've had too many M&Ms. Area 51. Don't I'm gonna get your pen. Don't interrupt me. I'm trying to save your life. (laughs) Back off, back off, all right? I just need to have a couple more of these pills and I'll figure out how to fix the situation. Those aren't even MMs, those are just peanuts. And a box of shrimp. (laughs) So everything you're allergic to. This will counteract the poison. Sea poison versus land poison. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com this show is sponsored by better help 
Kit, this year has gone by so quickly. What's something that you're proud of in 2024 Ooh. so far? Go. Mm, okay. Uh, well, I managed to capture a deadly cryptid and lock it in my basement. Okay. And tell me, did mm. you take time to celebrate that win? Oh, yeah, not really. Uh, I'm scared if I let my guard down, it'll escape. In life, it's important that we slow down, acknowledge our progress, and set goals that inspire us. I can't even sleep at night. I'm so scared this thing is going to break out. When it comes to finding time for ourselves and our goals, BetterHelp can be a great way to set boundaries and become the best version of yourself. You can get matched with a licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. It's time to take a moment and celebrate your wins. What if the win you're celebrating is so big, no basement can hold it? Okay, you might need to move house. Huh? But for everyone else, there is BetterHelp. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Paranormal Life. It's like how I had explained to me once that, you know, we're 3D beings, right? Yeah. We live in a 3D world. 3D movies are like as good as it gets. But time is like another dimension altogether that we can't see because we live in the 3D plane. It's like taking an ant and the ant's walking along a piece of paper, right? Got it. And if you take the two ends... Well, what of kind of paper? Well, just regular, just like, a, stock? Just like a, yeah, regular piece of white printer paper. Cool, white printer paper, got I it. I guess, doesn't really matter. Nice, nice, nice. And you take the strip of paper... And I'm the ant? No. Who's the ant in this... Okay, you're situation? the ant. I'm the ant. You're the ant. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm the ant. You're the ant. brain of an ant, uh, Jesus Christ. I'm the ant, I'm the ant. Gotta get crumbs, gotta get bread, gotta get... Grapes. You actually don't need to have any input in this analogy whatsoever. Look, if you want me to be the be ant, if you want listener. me to be the ant, I need to do my my methods. You've never acted in your life. What are you talking about? It's something I want to move into a little bit okay. in 2019. So let me do my thing. No, fair enough. I mean, look, I'm supportive. So okay, cool. I'm an ant. Just I'm don't ant. don't let it get in the way of the analogy. Okay. I'm a little bug. I'm a little fucking bug, man. Yeah. yeah. I got big old ears and little ant legs. Do they have ears? How do you oh, big old. I'm like a... Why are you like speaking little, in like a southern way? Like a no, you keep beast. saying big old. I'm, I'm not afraid of shit. Uh, I got yeah. wings. I got mm, horns. Not many of them do have wings. I'm ready to run with the bulls. I'm a okay. little ant, but I got the heart of a lion. I'm a little beast. All right, I'm ready. So Ants was cast like uh, over a decade ago. I don't think there's ever going to be another Ants, Ants feature film. Ants <laughs> I've been pitching it for several years now. Okay, so I see. This is why you're so personally invested in the ant thing. Which is all the original cast plus moi. Well, you know lead. what? He's not an ant anymore. He's a spider. Oh, shit. All right, I'm... You don't want this part of the part of the career? You're going to get served curveballs? I'm going to need like 15 minutes, man. Okay, we don't I'm have a spider. I'm a spider. I'm a little f***ing spider. I got f***ing wings, but the heart of a lion. Okay. You're like, so mostly the ant stuff again? <laughs> I got eight legs, but the mind of an ant. <laughs> <laughs> mind and body of an ant <laughs> you're not a spider then it's like it's like okay it's not even a bug anymore you're you're you you're a human i'm me i'm rory but i've got the mind of an ant <laughs> the body of a spider no <laughs> the heart of an ant <laughs> Despite being blasted in the neck, Charles managed to... I forgot that's where we were. Charles managed to stop the bleeding and make it back to base safe. On another occasion, the tall white shot him, assuming that the wound would kill him. However, when he managed once again to recover, Charles said that their message was, 
We have power over you and expect you to die, but we'll applaud you if your tenacity and will to live allow you to pull through. <laughs> what? I, it was a, I think what they're saying it was is hazing. So we're going to try and kill you, but if you'd survive, we'll respect you. More or less. What? It's prison rules, all right? That's how it works. It's not prison. <laughs> it's, a, it's a research facility. It's a workplace. I think they it's like a game to them. They're just <laughs> testing the, the strength of humans and their will to live. So they kind of, bam, shot him. And then when he actually lived, they were like, oh, fair play. <laughs> That was our, well done, Charles. We actually thought you were going to die after the neck thing, but two for two. Are you going to do it again? You're going to shoot me a third time? Probably. <laughs> Straight oh, his head. Oh, come on, guys. You shot me three times. You haven't shot Tony once. <laughs> we I like Tony. Tony. <laughs> Why? He brings us crackers. You uh, never asked me once for crackers. I would have brought you so many crackers if you had asked one time. I didn't even know you liked Crackers. My medical bills are tens of thousands of dollars. I would, of course, buy you unlimited crackers. Silence, Charles. God, I'm sorry, Tony. He sometimes does like this. <laughs> Munching a salt cracker. Tony, these are amazing as usual. Are all other humans as bitchy as this? There was no time to radio this in. There was no time to do things by the book. There's no protocol for floating objects. They don't teach you that in police academy. They teach you how to point and shoot. I know. I think there's a protocol for just about anything a, a policeman could encounter. Absolutely not. Sometimes if someone comes up to you and they're like, uh, I just need uh, directions because I, I don't have my point and shoot. No way. You gotta just That lead. person, what? Sometimes you get that gut feeling. And that gut feeling is the butt feeling. As I, as I butt someone with my rifle. They shouldn't have given me that on day one. It is absolutely not yeah. part of the loadout for a police officer. You didn't survive 24 hours in the academy, bud. So I don't know why you're saying this on the cast. Yeah, but I think they were pretty biased. Because uh, I could tell from the get-go they didn't actually want me to make the force. So Yeah, you tried to... Uh, you tried to butt the training officer. I, it was a power play. I tried to arrest my commanding officer. You grabbed his gun and tried to butt him with it. Yeah, to show how 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 unsecure it was. Uh, he's in friendly territory, but there are enemies everywhere. You're not in the army. Like, what is this friendly territory? argument he said please take a seat and i said you're under arrest and i launched at him with a right hook and he floored me this how's was, that fair this was like a community center careers day by the way this wasn't even in the academy <laughs> sir, sir are you interested in pursuing a career in the armed forces you're under arrest <laughs> Swing. He absolutely takes me out. He's in the middle of saying, oh. I'm, I'm not in the police, right <laughs> as he gets knocked the F out. Did you know, this is a tangent, did you know in Japan they there's like a spider fighting tournament? What? Yeah. Like underground or is it legal? Uh, like a, it's on Twitch. <laughs> it probably is. It's on, uh, it's like a, I think there was like some like local ruler in this area. Okay. And he loved spiders. He was a spider. <laughs> and he wanted to know which of the peasants of his land was the baddest motherfucker spider of all. This is wild. Yeah. So he, I think, was a big spider fan, was big into spider fighting like two or 300 years ago. And uh, 
He started a spider fighting festival. What's the idea that you like, you, you train up your spiders Rocky style and yeah. then bring them in the ring and yeah. watch them go? That's right. How do you train a spider? <laughs> I feel like any stress you put on them will break them. Yeah, like how do, how do they, how do you, you get weights for a spider? Yeah, you can't get them stronger. Just like make them climb the steps in Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, I don't know how it works with spiders because generally spiders are like at their peak performance. Yeah, they're, through they're being pretty a spider. apex predators. It's like trying to train a cheetah for a cheetah fighting contest. They're, they're already, already pretty the, goddamn good. The point one percentile of murderers on the planet. It's so true. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. It's is it weird? I really want to watch it now. Yeah, I think it'll be creepy. Uh, I've never seen it. We should look it up after. Yeah, maybe between rounds, the bell going, you know, and then the spiders go back to their their corners, and there's just a little it's guy a being like. Stool. <laughs> all eight legs hanging over the ropes and it's like don't let them get in your head jimmy all right this is your house this is your web you're running the fight you got six black eyes but you still got two good ones (laughs) he's the fly you're the spider what are you i'm the spider what are you i'm the spider ding ding all right go get him he rips off all eight of his legs (laughs) whoa obviously as well the coach is a spider and his backstory is that like he was one of the greats but uh after one bum fight he blew out all six of his knees oh yeah (laughs) he's definitely got a couple walking sticks yeah yeah and um the spider that was uh that was in the ring you know he wanted to be trained up to be the best so he he actually sought out this old spider who's like at a bar he's all washed up got like eight pints drinking from the mall and it's like (laughs) I heard you used to be the best. Yeah, who's asking? I'm looking for someone to train me up to be the next spider fighter. Ha! You, a spider fighter? Forget it. (laughs) I'm seeing double over here. (laughs) 16 spiders? (laughs) Could you imagine the round winning slow motion punch, but it's eight fists going all across, hitting the other opponent in the side of the face? Wow. I can't wait. I, I've, I've talked about this before, how much I am excited for the days when we can have, like, where the Olympics is basically humans, robots, and mutants mm-hmm. all trying to outperform each other. That's yeah. what that's what I want to watch. All juiced and voided to the peak of biological capability. Absolutely. Yeah. At that point, it's like, you know, you know the risks. If you want to do it, do it. <laughs> At this point, let the best freak win. <laughs> That's the opening ceremony. <laughs> Announcement. May the games begin and may the best freak win. A guy with a chainsaw for one arm and an Xbox for the other starts bashing people. And listeners, if you do have any information regarding the consumption of dragon eggs, please do email in. I don't want to get into detail of it, but but Kit and I have recently come into a surplus of dragon's eggs. A bounty, if you will. Uh, An absolute bounty. And we just want to know what the legality is around cooking and eating them in scrambled or fried form. But if you could be fast, because I don't think these things have a long sell-by date. Oh, no. And they're the size of a truck. So it's going to take an industrial-sized egg cooker. You can tell I am not a chef either. I don't really know what I'm doing. Uh, on a slightly worrying note, at least two of the eggs are wiggling as mm. if something's wriggling around in there. Oh, and they're screeching. Mama Dragon's overhead. She's circling us like a vulture because everyone says, oh, you know, dragons, they love treasure. They love sitting on big piles of tre- yeah. treasure. You know what else they love? They're kids. 
Yeah. <laughs> and they're very family oriented. And their little dragon heads are poking out of the egg. It's like whack-a-mole over here. <laughs> We're trying to hammer them and back And she's in. out of her damn mind if she thinks she's getting them back. Absolutely not. These delicious piles of scrambly goodness are all ours. Because you know what I love more than she loves her children? Huevos Sancheros. Of course. Okay. I want a couple strips of dragon bacon on the side with my dragon eggs. Where was the little red man when I opened up my Chinese restaurant? You're right. I had had no business doing that. Of course not. You don't know the first thing about China or food. I had to I had to buy the freaking thing with all the money I made from my one man show. You made money? Yeah, I sold a couple tickets cuz people heard how bad the shit was. They couldn't believe the reviews. So you're rather than put on a longer run, take it to Broadway. You open a Chinese takeaway? Obviously, things on the one-man show were going south. I needed a way out. I needed an escape route. You needed a way of laundering the, (laughs) frankly, ocean of cash that came in through the West End. People were borderline coming from foreign countries to see my one-man show. Borderline? The entire audience were Chinese. That's where he got the idea. (laughs) Turns out, weirdly, my one-man show has a bit of a cult following in... um, in some of the major Chinese uh, countries. Cult. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why it, it struck a chord over there. Well, I know what you're saying, but... The name? I'm glad you asked. I didn't. It's called All About the Benjamins. A one-man show starring Rory Powers. Sounds so bad. I play several men, all named Frank. Chasing the Yankee dollar. Yeah, I'm reading the Time Out review here. It says you open every act by turning to the audience, breaking the fourth wall and saying, (laughs) allow me to be frank. It's all about the Benjamins. That's act one. Curtains drop as quick as they opened. The Guardian (laughs) said it wasn't funny the first time and it wasn't funny the 35th time. Act two opens up with me. A single spotlight, and I look everyone in the eyes and say, mark my words. It's basically name puns um, for the best part. How do you look everyone (laughs) in the eyes? It's actually an old trick that my dad taught me, where um, if you, uh, before going uh, on stage, um, burn your eyes with a candle, you can kind of split the pupil into a thousand pinpoints and look everyone in the eyes at the same time like a spider. In hindsight, that's actually more... That actually could work. I could actually maybe write, write that into the third act. This, that would explain the end of this review. It says something about you going blind and needing to be resuscitated on stage. That was the final straw. That was the final straw. And when I came to, my 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 escape rope was as clear as day. And it was the Chinese restaurant. Because you don't need eyes to cook. See you me. absolutely do need eyes to <laughs> See cook. See us okay, out this so, week uh, on the podcast. Right. Is a uh, number one hit song. Just our normal theme tune. Thanks. From It's All About the Benjamins. Oh. <laughs> You know, it's pretty hard for a guy like me to make it in New York City. Even if I am the president's only son. It's all about the Benjamins. It's all about chasing that money. I sold my exercise bikes. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gays wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com So I could make this show so you better all like it or I'm, I'm gonna be pissed off. Oh my god. Boo. All right. Stop. All right. Fine, I'll turn it off.